Bidzy Small Business Society number 66. You're listening to Bidzy Small Business Society. I'm Rob Barisov. We talk to small business owners about what makes their small business successful. Connect with Bidzy Small Business Society at bidzy.com and grow your business. Bidzy.com is the website that connects customers and respected local businesses. Customers post projects for free in any of over 100 categories, including all types of home renovation, landscaping, cleaning services, photography, and many, many more. Now, if you're a business, Bidzy.com is a great way to find new customers because you are automatically notified each time a customer posts a project in your subscribed categories. So for example, let's say you own a roofing company and a customer posts a project in our roofing category. You are automatically notified via email or text and you can submit a bid at bidzy.com or use our internal chat system to introduce yourself to the customer and give them reasons why they should use you to complete their project. Monthly subscriptions start at $14.99. That's $14.99 per month for unlimited access to new customers and unlimited bidding at bidzy.com. Email rob at bidzy.com for more details or start your 30-day free trial now at bidzy.com. Welcome to another episode of Bidzy Small Business Society. Today we are joined by Clay Clark. Clay is an entrepreneur, an author, and a coach. His company, Thrive15.com, is an online education platform that helps people learn how to start or grow a successful business. Clay is a decorated entrepreneur, father of five, and could be America's palest man. (laughs) Welcome, Clay. Can you tell us more about yourself and your business? Yeah. Uh, well, basically, I own uh, nine different uh, businesses that I'm in, you know, involved in. So um, Thrive15.com is definitely the business that I am the um, – it's my, it's my baby. It's what I'm focused on, and it's designed to help uh, mentor millions of people. So it's, it's like business school, but uh, with, you know, without the BS and, and for like you know, 40 cents a day as opposed to hundreds of thousands of dollars. So that, that's kind of my, my, my baby. But uh, as far as the family goes, we have – uh, my wife and I, we have five kids and, uh, we have 38, you know, chickens on our kind of a family hobby farm. And, uh, you know, with our, with my day is spent basically, um, casting the vision, um, researching best practices and holding my team accountable to the execution of those systems. And, and, uh, Thrive 15, our online school is a, a derivative. Um, it, it's kind of a byproduct of my consulting business I've done for years. And so I've been, uh, uh, been blessed enough to be a business consultant, um, working with clients all over the world, including like Maytag and O'Reilly Auto Parts and some pretty, pretty big brands and, yeah, some uh, big clients. Yep. Yeah. And so I, I've done that quite a bit. And, and, uh, um, it's just, I, now I work with doctors, neurologists, dentists, and at a certain point, my wife's like, babe, you know, you're, you're working with like 47 consulting clients at the same time. You know, maybe <laughs> we should scale that and make, we make it available for people like you who, you know, because I, we, we grew up poor. And so we built Thrive 15 with the idea of helping people who, um, grew up with the limited financial resources, um, like I did growing up. And that's really what I'm all about. Clay, your entrepreneurial journey began at a young age. How did you get your start? What was happening around you when you told yourself that you were going to use your skills and abilities to launch a business? 
I was 15 years old, and uh, there was a, a uh, dance called Students Against Drunk Driving, which was absolutely a terrible, terrible event on an annual basis. It was called the sad dance, but it was literally a, a sad <laughs> dance. But, um, you know, they had a DJ. They would hire this FM DJ. He would come in from the local FM station, and he'd be like, all right, folks, up next we're going to play the slow song for all the couples, and then we're going to – and, you know, and he played the music, and he didn't really get anybody involved, and the songs didn't have any kind of pattern or flow to it, and it just really became a, a joke where people just thought, man, these school dances are pretty lame. And like a typical 15-year-old who thinks that uh, they know everything, I was like, well, I, I, I could do it. And uh, somehow I, found, I, got, I volunteered myself to, to uh, DJ this event, you know, with, with, with no DJ experience, you know. And so I then had to, uh, as a typical entrepreneur, you know, you wake up every day with the sense that your hair's on fire and you're being chased by, a, uh, you know, some sort of uh, wild animal. And so... I was like, man, I got to find a system. I'm like 15, 16 years old. I have to find a system. So I called everyone I knew, reached out to everybody. This was before cell phones, you know, calling people, talking to people at school. Met a guy with curly hair named Oswald, and I rented a system from him. I rented the Marshall speaker system from Oswald. And uh, then I had to pay another guy, uh, Morgan Philippi, to teach me how to actually run the sound system because I had no idea how to do it. Then I had to hire another guy named Mark who, with no money, so it was kind of like, hey, I'll split the profits with you to teach me how to use a crossfader and how to use the mic. And then I spent my time making the perfect playlist, having attended these, event, these events that were terrible in the past. And uh, then I started promoting because you're going, man, I spent all this time and money. I might you as well get some people in the door. <laughs> That's right. And I worked out a deal where I got a percentage of the door. And so I just remember after promoting it with my backpack and passing out flyers and learning a sound system and learning how to do a crossfader and learning every uh, possible thing about DJing, I felt like I'm standing there in front of an audience that was a packed gym. And I'm realizing, man, if I don't screw this up, I might go home with $1,000 tonight, maybe $2,000 tonight. And I'm like 15 years old, you know? And that was my first real all-consuming fire hose, all-nighter, you know, jump into uh, a, a, an entrepreneurial endeavor, you know. And from that point forward, I, I kind of got the bug. And so now I think entrepreneur, the entrepreneur mindset has been kind of a love and hate thing for me throughout my life because it's allowed me to do things that I – Never thought I'd be able to do and uh, live live and, and do things I never thought I'd be able to do and, and enjoy my time a way I didn't think would be possible. But at the same time, um, when you have customers, those customers are your boss and you have to deliver and, and really attempt to over-deliver, attempt to wow them. And so I've been in that entrepreneurial hair on fire uh, you know, lifestyle now since this, this is my 20th year being self-employed. Yeah, and it sounds like at a really early age, you found out that you could really control your own destiny. You could really take control yourself. So now you're speaking, you're coaching, your business is rocking, and you've you've got that big family. Clay, what's got you most excited? What gets you out of bed every morning? Um, well, it has me excited. I don't know if I, I feel... Like I feel like, um, and I'm not arguing with you about semantics, but I am. I am. I feel called to help uh, mentor uh, millions of people because I see people who go onto our site and they'll implement the action items or the things they learn, and they'll send me an email and say, "Hey, my husband and I are up, you know, in sales." 62% for the year or something, you know? So then I call the owner of the window company. I remember talking to this lady and I said, so you're up 62%. What does that do? And she says, it's the first time, very emotionally, she goes, it's the first time we've ever been able to afford health insurance. 
Wow. And you Powerful realize stuff, Clay. Yeah. Yeah, and and you kind of hear, and it's kind of like. Uh, a calling because a lot of people who are on the site, we had a, a thriver in Australia that I didn't even know was on the site. And he reached out and sent us a very, very kind uh, message about what he's been learning. And so we really, we, at Thrive 15, we wake up every day trying to figure out how can we mentor millions? How can we help people get, you know, get the answers to their business questions? And my other companies, um, not that I don't care about the customers, but for the other companies, like uh, the elephant in the room are a men's grooming lounge uh, chain. It's, it's like, a country club for men's hair. It's a membership model for, for hair. Um, for that business, I'm just focused on profitability. I'm focused on scalability, the duplicatable uh, nature of the business processes. And uh, I have absolutely zero passion for the business itself. But the guy who's the founder, you know, the, 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 the actual visionary, that's his passion. And I just help execute his passion. So I really, I, I, I kind of, with every other business I'm involved in, I'm all about just getting it done and uh, delivering a profit for our customer, you know, for, for our, our, our teammates and making a, a profit and making a great product for the customers and having a great experience. But for Thrive 15, it's more of my passion. Awesome. Clay, it sounds like everything you touch turns to gold. But tell us, what were some of the biggest challenges that you faced as an entrepreneur? Well, I, I think that the the misnomer that entrepreneurs have who have had some success is that, um, you know, you have a Midas touch. And if you look at, though, let's just look historically at a few options here, a few, a few examples. If you look at uh, Twitter, it started out as a company called Odeo. A lot of people don't know that, O-D-E-O. And it floundered around for about six years. I mean, could you imagine floundering around for six years? <laughs> and then they had their quote-unquote overnight success. Um, when you think about Walt Disney, I mean, the guy lost all of his money twice. I mean, could you imagine what it would be like to lose all your money twice Crushing, and then to start yes. a third, you know, and then, uh, you know, Henry Ford, I mean, he lost it all five times, you know, and then if you get out of sight of the entrepreneur, the outside of the entrepreneurial world, world for a minute, and you look at just the amount of just stress that George Lucas went through while trying to finance Star Wars. I mean, he was a movie director, producer who was just trying to, make, you know, trying to turn his vision into reality, and he's trying to tell people, "I just want to make a furry man," kind of thing. And they're like, well, "Why are you crazy?" You know, he's going, "I just want to make a Wookiee." And they're like, "What's a Wookiee?" You know, and that's how I think a lot of entrepreneurs we feel like we're trying to tell our friends, "All I want to make is a Wookiee. I just want a Wookiee." And people are like, "Are you okay?" Because we feel called to turn our passion into a, a reality, and that's just the thing about being an entrepreneur. It's like. If you're not careful and you can't convey your passion in, in, a, in a way that the market understands, you end up yelling at the world, I want to make a Wookiee. You know? And so what we want to do, I encourage everybody, if you're listening right now and, you're, and you find yourself telling your spouse and your family and your friends and potential customers that I want to make a Wookiee, you know, he eventually had to dial it back and go, basically, it's a story of good versus evil. And it's filled with altruisms and it takes place in space, you know, <laughs> and then investors started to go, oh, OK, I get it. He's like, you know, so it's like an epic, like a, like a heroic epic movie, but it just takes place in space. And they're like, oh, OK, but you have to kind of dial it back so that the, the, that the customer gets it. You know, and um, it, it's it's definitely a grind. And I will tell you from the time I started DJConnection.com until I sold it, it was very, very profitable at the end. It took me almost five years to make it profitable. And for Elephant in the Room, it took almost four years. Now it makes like 54000 a month of profit, which is pretty cool. 
But it took me four years. You know, so I think I think a lot of people we we get that vision of like, wow, this guy must be really getting it. I took my ACT three times, uh, got kicked out of college. I'm certainly not a genius, and I've had to grind. And uh, I can just tell everybody, anybody listening, if you're willing to, to, long after the inspiration ends, to quote Thomas Edison, it's 1% inspiration and 99% perspiration. I encourage you to press on because I really do believe that the world needs your idea. It needs your product. And if, it, and if we're right, you'll get paid a lot of money. We all look at that final result as something that we want to achieve, but we can't forget that there is sometimes a long, arduous journey there. So now, Clay, you've got a long laundry list of media coverage. You've been recognized in your business community with several awards. What are some of the other rewards that you take away from your business? What does that success really look like to you? Um, I have a, um, in terms of materialistic things, I have a, a man cave which is like 740 feet of goodness, which I just love. It's my, and, and, and it's a, it smells like pinion wood all the time. And, and there's, you know, it's just a great, great place. It's kind of like a Austin, Texas bar or like a, like a, like a speakeasy of New York. It's kind of fun. Um, we have the 38 chickens. We live on some property. We have great, you know, great kids, uh, uh, and, you know, great, great, all those little great accoutrements. We have a nice car. I drive a Hummer, you know, those kind of things. But the biggest thing for me is, being able to teach my kids that they're not limited based off of financial resources and consistently being able to get involved in the causes, um, in the crusades and the ideas and the things that my wife and I are passionate about while we're alive. You know, I don't have to like live in a small box and say, um, you know, this dream can't happen because I live on a small salary and I can't do it. You know, it's more of like anything that I want to do. If I, if I haven't done it yet, it's my fault uh, or it's my credit if I can do it, you know? And so uh, being able to just have that sense of ownership of your life and where you're going, to me, that's empowering. And I will tell you, sometimes it's also, uh, again, as I mentioned earlier, it, it can be a little demotivating when you realize that everything's going badly because, you know, I happen to be wrong, you know? And so that's why I've become a voracious reader. And that's why I study best practices and case studies because, you know, it's it's so painful when you're learning from mistakes, and I'm just passionate about learning from mentors in proven business systems. With such an impressive resume and such a great product, you likely have customers falling out of the sky. But Clay, are you doing anything else to engage with and effectively grow your customer base? Yeah, um, it. it, it uh, um, I'll give you two examples for Thrive15.com. When people sign up, you know it's 19 bucks a month. So people think, you know, what could, how good of an experience could you have for 19 bucks? <laughs> I mean, is it is it is it all generic? Generic? Well, we have um, business evaluations that people get to do, and when you do the business about the business evaluation, we rec we recommend a a customized path just for you. So point one, we do a customized path just for you based on a self evaluation, and then step two is we have in person workshops that you can come to that are included in your in your subscriptions. You can actually fly out to a workshop and get one-on-one -on -one coaching or in a small group. And then the third is we record trainings based upon what people are asking for. And the fourth thing we do that I think is really exciting is we have templates and downloadables and things like that to really customize the experience. So instead of having to, you know, make a performa from scratch, you can download our performa. Or instead of uh, having to make a, a search engine compliance grid um, or, or template by, uh, you know, starting from scratch, you can download our template. So we do all of those kind of things to really just, we really want to wow. But, but if you think about that principle across um, 
all the businesses I do, I always try to offer five times more value than what you're paying me because I believe that if I do that, I'll always be in demand. And luckily, I've always been right up to this point. So, you know, <laughs> with my DJ company, um, you know, my bride would pay me $600 to DJ her wedding. So I thought, well, if every DJ in town does four hours uh, for the wedding package, I'm going to do unlimited time because no one does that. Uh, every DJ says you only get to have this many number of requests. I was like, I'm going to let you have unlimited requests. Every DJ says you have to point, you know, you had to hire an event planner who would help you plan. They, they would just DJ. And I'm like, I am going to plan your event and I'm going to DJ. Uh, every DJ said, Hey, you only get one meeting with the DJ before the wedding. I made it where you got unlimited meetings as many as you needed. Um, and I did all these things that were, you know, five times, uh, better than the competition. And over time, it took a long time because I didn't have the marketing budget. If you're listening to this and you're starting a company, you don't have the marketing budget to go against the big guys. So your word of mouth has to be awesome. And the only way to make it awesome is you got to have it where it's a five times better experience because people aren't going to run around using their free time talking about your business um, unless they're thoroughly wowed. And that's why it's incumbent on you. Uh, it's it, the most selfish thing that you can do is to wow your customers. And just to create that value, right? Yeah, you've got to sit down and go, what does the customer expect times five? And if you can do that, word of mouth is powerful. Clay, we're going to get right into your wheelhouse here. Why is it so important to have that consultant or that coach to lead us down this sometimes uncertain path of entrepreneurship? Well, I have a coach, um, Dr. Zellner. He is the uh, CEO of Thrive15.com. I'm the founder and the COO, the chief operating officer, but he's the chief executive officer. And he's, you know, started a bank uh, called Regent Bank. He started a, a massive auto auction called Z66. Um, he has started a the, the arguably the most successful horse breeding facility in Oklahoma. He started uh, in a large optometry clinic. He's involved in, I mean, I can just go on and on the stuff he's involved in. He started a sleep center. And, you know, he's gone through every possible thing that I could ever go through. You know what I mean? And so every time I go through something and I'm going, oh my gosh, this is terrible. I'm not going to ever, I don't know how I can make it. He says, hey, listen here, buddy. I went through that and there's how I handled it. You know, and it avoids, it, So it's just so important that you, you, you avoid the mistakes and you learn from mentors in, instead. Because if you learn from mentors, you can benefit from their mistakes. And I would just say it like this. If there is a bridge that's going over a cliff, it makes no sense to fall off the cliff first before discovering, hey, we need a bridge. Just go on the bridge, you know, find the, the bridge that's already been made. Find the person who already knows the way up the mountain, so to speak. Find that wizard, follow him. If, they've, if your tour guide's already been up to the top of the mountain, it's probably safer than you trying to just hack away and make your own path. So, I mean, there's going to be some people who are going to avoid that coaching because of the upfront cost. But, you know, there's certainly going to be some cost to making those mistakes and, you know, not finding the correct path, right? Well, as a consultant, I uh, my average client pays um, $3,000 a month. That's the average, okay? We have 47 clients. So you can kind of do the math there, you know. Um, and we've done that for a long time. Now, um, we do full-service PR and photography and videography and web design and all that. And then on Thrive, we built it to be like, you know, $19 a month. But I'm saying like if you're like – example, if I'm listening to your uh, podcast right now and let's say that – I have a certain set of needs that I need to know, and you as the host are the only guy who can possibly relate to what, you know, I have, the questions I have. If I'm, if I'm confident that you have the answers to what I need, I would be a fool to waste a year of my time in exchange for not parting with $1,000 of money. 
You know, because what, I mean, how much is your life worth? I mean, what, what are those minutes worth? You know, so I highly recommend that people would hire an accountant to help you with your accounting. I mean, unless you want to become an expert in accounting uh, before doing accounting. And I recommend you hire a web guy to help you with your website unless you want to become a guru in every area of your business. I mean, <laughs> I encourage you to um, and then buckle down and, and do the hard things that you that only, you know, that, that you have to do until you have the budget uh, available to hire somebody. And then the idea is as you grow your business, you want to keep staffing um, away things that, uh, you know, are not your highest and best use until eventually you are you know, setting the vision and following up and you're not involved in any of the daily core tasks. Clay, I'm at the point in the show where I want to ask a few questions so that we can learn a little bit more about your personal interests. Are you ready? I'm ready. Clay, what type of cell phone do you use? Uh, it's a Samsung Galaxy, whatever the newest model is. S7, I believe. Is that right? Yeah, I think you can pour champagne on or something. <laughs> uh, what type of car do you drive? Um, I have a, a Mercedes-Benz. It's a, it's a C-Class. I, I don't drive it um, more than like once every two months. It's for picking clients up. I don't really care. I'm not that guy, but it's like a thing. If it's, I have a, it's a Mercedes, yes. Uh, why is it not the highest-end version? Because, you know, it, people, when they, you pick them up, they go, oh, it's a nice car. I don't drive very much. And then I drive a Hummer, an H2 Hummer, and that's what I drive every day. Do you have a favorite vacation spot? I don't like vacationing. Um, I like spending time with my wife and my kids, but I prefer my mancation. Uh, staying in my man cave, um, working on various projects is what I enjoy doing. Do you have a favorite food? You know, my wife's into that eating raw thing right now, and I think whenever I eat what my wife wants me to eat, I feel better. You know, I mean, you know what I mean? That does a whole friction thing, you know, where you're like happy wife, happy life. If I'm trying to eat like the meat buffet and my wife's trying to eat all organic or all vegetarian, it's not a good thing for me, you know? So I'm kind of like along for the ride, you know? And then my weight seems to fluctuate because I tend to eat like the extreme of whatever I'm allowed to eat. <laughs> so right now I'm eating raw. So I'm like, yeah, I'll have uh, 14. Let me go ahead and have 14 mangoes. You know, because I can eat it. You know what I mean? So it's kind of a deal of like whatever I'm allowed to eat, I, I tend to eat to the extreme of that. I'm on the same page. She's on a diet. I'm on a diet. That's right. Clay, what is your favorite book right now? Think and Grow Rich is my all-time favorite book. I named my son Aubrey Napoleon Hill after it, after the author of the books that changed my life. However, I would say that the, a little bonus, I know is of what was your favorite book, but I want to give you two, two, two little bonuses there. Um, the Service Profit Chain, um, written by Harvard, The Service Profit Chain, is by far the most boring and valuable book I've ever read. So I highly recommend that you read that book. Uh, maybe taser your, your inner thigh while reading, like, <laughs> and then you stay awake and just get through it, take notes. It's very, very powerful. And the, 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 the next book I recommend is Scale by Hoffman, H-O-F-F-M-A-N. That book is phenomenal. It's great. Some people get a little woo-woo where they go, hey, you know, isn't that the guy that does the, you know, the Maui get rich seminar thing? And he's got a really good thing going. Get, calm down. He, he's, you know, these two guys co-authored the book and they helped to launch Priceline. They know what they're talking about. So, you know, don't discard the book because, you know, eventually they're going to try to sell you a woo-woo seminar. But at least read the book because the book is phenomenal. And then you can decide if the seminar is for you. Because I, I bet you half the listeners would love the seminar. And for guys like me who like to stay inside our living room and not go out, we probably, you know, it's not good for us. Clay, there are a lot of different shows out there, but what is your favorite podcast? Man, you know, um, I like podcasts where people um, speak from the heart. And so I tend to enjoy Tim Ferriss, even though I don't agree with like everything he says or, you know, but I love that he's being Tim Ferriss, like he's being real. 
and I like to hear him as he's kind of going through the ups and downs of life and some of the challenges. And uh, I just really enjoy that authentic uh, ness uh, to him, and I, I, that all the, all the, all, I guess authenticity is the word. I just enjoy um, seeing somebody, you know, bear their soul for the world to hear. Sure, and he's certainly setting the standard for a lot of us in the podcast and community here. Clay, do you love to win or do you hate to lose, and why? I am in, I am insecure, so I hate to lose. Um, I I don't sleep very much because I've always fret losing what I gain. Um, and growing up poor, I think some people listening will relate to that. But when you don't have anything, um, you uh, kind of go, part of you says, well, let's try it. In worst case scenario, I lose everything. I'll go back to living in an apartment without air conditioning. And I've done that before, you know? So what's, you know, what's the worst thing that can happen? But then there's another part. I mean, it's like, I want to win. I want to win, you know? And so, but I would say it's more the insecurity part that drives me. Clay, what is the one piece of advice you want to share with our listeners about taking that plunge into entrepreneurship and achieving success? Well, if I hadn't built thrive15.com, so it's not a self-serving answer, I would say you need to view business school as a lifelong process. It's not a you go to the school and memorize some things and get a B or an A and then you're done. It's an ongoing process, or as the Canadians call it, a process, and you're never done. (laughs) So I want to give people kind of like the five steps that you need to do, okay? So one is you need to commit to ongoing education. Podcasts like yours are powerful because it starts to shape the way you think if you put it in your mind enough. You know what I mean? It's like um, if we, we have, we have uh, ducks, you know, we have six ducks and we have a little pond. And if every day we put a little bit of that stuff that kills the algae in there, it's, it's good for the ducks, but, you know, it somehow kills the algae without hurting the ducks. Put a little bit in there every day. Over time, it, it removes all that algae, you know, and, and, you ne- and, and, and we're, we're, ever, we're never done, though. Because once the algae is gone, you want to keep it away, you know. And that's how I look at, you know, ongoing education. I mean, Google will push a new update. Social media is, you know, always creating a new platform. The economy is always changing. Products are always changing. Things that used to be expensive are now free. Things that are free are now expensive. It just, cha- you know, so, so ongoing education is, is one. Um, the second thing is you need to go ahead and to define your network because your network will be your net worth. So you need to think about who do you need to know who can help get you where you want to go. You need to be very, very intentional about spending time with those people. So again, one, very, very important, you can commit to ongoing learning. Two is you really, really need to build that network. And the third, the third item here is it's very, very important that you know specifically where you want to go. You want to have a clear goal with your life. A lot of times we don't have a goal and if we don't have a goal, it's very hard to get to that goal. You know, so we need to know where we're going. If, if you're kind of hitchhiking through life right now, going from podcast to podcast, going, just tell me how to be successful. <laughs> but you know what? You never sit down and go, you know, what does that mean? I mean, you have to, if you're going to put your thumb up and ask people to help you, you need to say, this is where I want to go. So ongoing education is absolutely huge. Building your network is, is huge. Having a goal is huge. The fourth thing is you need to learn to sell. You know, if you can't sell, your, your business will go to H-E double hockey sticks. You know, you have to be able to sell. You have to be able to do it. Mean, you have to be able to convince people that your idea is not crazy. You have to be able to convince people to pay you. You have to be able to convince partners to join your team, employees to join the team. You have to sell. If you can't sell, you're not going to do well. And so everybody needs to learn sales. So we have fabulous trainings on Thrive15.com about selling. 
But if, if you don't want to do that, I mean, you need to go work at like a furniture store and do sales, or you need to start selling for your own business. You need to get a job selling life insurance, cold calling, doing something. You need to learn to sell. And the book I recommend for that is called Soft Selling in a Hard World. And the author's name is Vass. Soft Selling in a Hard World. The author's name is Vass. And the final tip, my big, my big five, my final, final tip here is it's very, 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 very important that you ask yourself, what am I going to offer the world in exchange for the money that I want to make? You know, what value, what product or service am I going to offer the world in exchange for the value that I want, for the money I want? So often we're yelling at the world, I don't get paid enough. You owe me world. World, if, you only, <laughs> if only the world knew how incredible I was, they would pay me more. You know, but we really need to go, what does the world need? What's a, what's, a, what's a problem that the world has? What's a need they have? And how can I fill it? And then charge people for the, for the solution. So again, just reviewing those five is one, ongoing education. Super big. You commit to it. I think Thrive15.com is the world's best business school. We literally have a Cornell graduate. Uh, we have Harvard students who tell us, I'm learning more on your online site in a week than I've learned in months at the business school. You know, more in a year than I've learned in my entirety. One guy, he said, in six months on our site, he's learned more than he learned his entirety of his business program at Cornell. Yeah, so ongoing education, you got to commit to it. Two, network. Now, you're going, well, what's a good book for networking or how do I learn networking? Networking, read How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. Fabulous book on networking. Or Thrive15.com, we have trainings for you. Next thing is have that goal. What's the best book for setting goals? What's the book? What's the book? Um, Think and Grow Rich. That's the book. Think and Grow Rich will help you. Uh, it'll blow your mind. And then sell, sales, learning to sell. Um, the best books for that is, is ultimate, it's The Ultimate Sales Machine by Chet Holmes. The Ultimate Sales Machine by Chet Holmes and Soft Selling in a Hard World. And then the final is what can I offer the world in exchange for the, for the, for the value that I, that I want, you know, for the, value, the money that I want. And I would recommend Scale by Hoffman is the book to read there, Scale by Hoffman. Clay, just an unbelievable set of resources, an unbelievable amount of free value that you were dropping on our listeners here. I hope everybody took some time to take some notes there. Again, thank you so much for that. Hey, thank you so much. Clay, what does the future look like for you and your businesses? Um, I'm very, very close to what I would call dropping the mic, which basically means <laughs> in my mind, um, I am going to be stepping out of most ventures uh, pretty soon to just focus on thrive15.com because the, 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 the worldwide momentum of it is, is ridiculous and starting to grow and grow and grow. And, you know, just last week we started offering – uh, free 37-point website diagnostic diagnostic and actual in-person training. And we've had hundreds and hundreds and hundreds, not thousands, but getting close to thousands of people who've requested that. And so now we have like, well, frick, people like it. we got to scale up the number of people who work here, you know? And so um, I love it, and that's what I want to do. And basically I want to be kind of like the, like the Obi-Wan Kenobi of business, not quite <laughs> as cool as Yoda, but sort of, you know, where – you know, I don't really interact with many humans except for like my very dear and close friends. And then I spend all my time teaching people the, 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 I call it the force, but you know, teaching people how to grow and start a successful company. Because you know what, if we lived in a socialistic utopia where money didn't matter and we could just all get or get together and go, Oh, I don't, you let me borrow your shirt. Okay, cool. <laughs> that's good. Can I have my pants back next week? You know, and yeah, I'll let me eat from your fridge. I mean, if that's how the world worked, 
money wouldn't matter. And money's just a unit of time. And so if you have a bunch of money, you have more free time. And I'm just trying to teach the world how to make more free time. And as we grow Thrive, that's what all I'm about is trying to be able to have time to enjoy the things that I enjoy. So I'll be dropping the mic and piecing out of a lot of the projects I'm involved in. Look, Clay is offering free value at Thrive15.com. And memberships there are starting at only 19 bucks a month. And you can dig into the mind of Clay Clark. Clay, if people want to learn more, how can they find you? I think what you need to do is you read – if you Google like Clay Clark complaints, you could probably find a fascinating <laughs> – you know, there. Um, you know, I, I've run companies for a long time, okay? This is my 20th year doing that. And so having done that, I mean, I think it's best if you look at it from a holistic overall perspective. I have fired a lot of people, you know? I've done that. I've hired a lot of people. I've made a lot of people very, very rich, made a lot of people very, very successful. And some people that didn't quite fit into the, the corporate structure and how we wanted to do things, I had to move on. And I can just tell you this is if you Google me, anything positive is probably just, it's probably just PR. I mean, we're on Bloomberg and Forbes. It's probably just, you know, my people working with their people and it's just sort of a, you know, but, but I would get in. I just need to research a little bit and get on to thrive15.com and, and to decide if it's a seven day free trial and decide if it's something for you. Or if you say, screw you, I don't want to do that. Just, just email us at info at thrive15.com, your, your web address info at thrive15.com. Email us your web address, and we'll do a 37-point website diagnostics, not diagnostic for you, and we'll show you how to get your site to the top of Google and how to fix it. I'm sending my website right now. Clay, thank you so much for spending some time with us on Bidzy Small Business Society today. You take care. Hey, thank you for putting up with me. Bidzy.com is the website that connects customers and respected local businesses. Customers list goods or services they need and businesses bid on them. Customers, if you're looking for a service provider or a local professional, go to Bidzy.com and post your projects for free. Businesses, if you're looking for new customers or a way to expand your customer base, sign up for your 30-day free trial today at Bidzy.com. Thank you for joining us today on Bidzy Small Business Society. Go to Bidzy.com for information and resources on how you can grow your business. Support Bidzy Small Business Society by writing a review and giving us a five-star rating in iTunes. Your positive review and five-star rating will allow us to continue bringing you free, valuable content from amazing and inspiring entrepreneurs and small business owners. Rate and review Bidzy Small Business Society today. 